Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. So if you would, if you would just, uh, just close your eyes, begin to pray softly in, in tongues. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are here with us in this place, that your presence is here. Your presence resides within us, within this being. And the Holy Ghost, we thank you that you are so all-consuming, that your presence even fills the atmosphere in this room. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that as you're, that you're pouring out into us this morning, that, that our eyes would be able to see clearly, our ears would be able to hear clearly. Now, Holy Spirit, that, that you would begin to, to shift some things on the inside of us. That we would take hold of the things of God. Take hold of the things of the Word of God. The Holy Spirit, we would take hold of the, the moving on the inside, the still small voice on the inside. While you're leading us, while you're speaking to us, while you're guiding us, the Holy Ghost, that we would take hold of the supernatural place that we are in. Holy Spirit, we ask you that you would help us, counsel us, lead us, guide us. The Holy Spirit, that every step that we take would be a step that's taken in you. That every word that, that we begin to speak is led by you. Because we want to be like our example, Jesus, and speak what only the Father speaks and, and go to the places that the Father sends us. We want to be like Christ and do what the, what the Father asks us to do. We want to be obedient sons and daughters. And it's such a hard thing to do when we have the world tugging at us all around. So Holy Spirit, and right now, we ask you that you would just get our attention. That you would pour out on the inside of us your, your oil right now in the name of Jesus. We know that, that we've seen examples in your word, God. That you've talked about the wineskin. And we thank you that, Lord God, that you can repair the wineskin. And we know that the wineskin represents this body. And it represents our spiritual, spiritual man. And that right now we know that the Holy Ghost can just pour out that oil that can bond, that can mend the dryness, can mend the cracking of our spiritual climate, of our spiritual condition. So Holy Spirit, we thank you that right now, that you are doing a new thing right now. Something powerful, something greater than what man can comprehend, something to what, greater than what man can even understand. But Holy Ghost, we know that when you do things, you do things with purpose. You do things that are so awesome, so powerful, that are life-changing, that are supernatural, powerful. And that we can't maybe understand what's going on right now. But right now, Holy Ghost, I ask you for that supernatural, that breaker's anointing to come on the inside of us to destroy the yokes of bondages. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you that this wineskin was made for the presence of God. We thank you that this wineskin was made for the power and the anointing of God. So right now, Holy Ghost, I ask you that you would just touch every person right now that's here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank you for your anointing. I thank you for that anointing. In Jesus' mighty name.
In Jesus' mighty name. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And how dare the enemy try to steal, kill, and destroy the things of God on the inside of us. Enemy, you have no right to take the treasures of heaven from the inside of us. So I rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus from any plans of attack that you have on every person here, every child in the back, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that you are protecting us, that you are protecting us from the hands of the enemy. And some may not understand why I'm praying this, but I tell you right now that I see it on the inside that there is attacks that the enemy is is intending and there's attacks that the enemy is is purposing to to pull you off from what God has called you pulled you out of the place and the intimacy that God has called you into and I'm telling you I see it on the inside that the enemy is is strategically doing things and I saw with the children, and you can, you can look up if, you, or if you're able to, but I saw the hand of the enemy trying to attack the children and trying to attack our children, the ones that are in the back here. And I see the, 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 the divisive ways that he's trying to attack our children. And we need to gird our loins up, gird ourselves up, and gird our children up. Amen? And I really have the, the sternness of the Holy Ghost on the inside to continue to pray for our children. Amen? Amen. I have that on the inside and there is a knowing that our children are under attack. But I want to say something. It's not just our children. It's not just our children. I have that unction for our children and I'm going to pray for them in just a moment. But I want to just tell you that there's... An attack on us. Amen? The enemy is sly. He's slick. And he'll do whatever it takes. And how cunning he can be. He'll do whatever is possible. And he'll find a way to slither in. And try to attack. But right now I want to just pray for our children. Father God, I thank you for the promises in the word that you have given to us. I thank you for the promises in the, the prophetic words and the things that you have spoken to us. And God, those are the things that we have to hold on to, that give us hope, that give us strength, that give us encouragement. And it's the very living word of God on the inside of us that we know that God, that you are alive, that you're active, and that we know that God, that we can, we can believe when you say we know that it is true and it will happen. And so God, we take hold of your word of God right now. And we just thank you that we can pray over our children. We can speak the word of God over our children. And God, right now, for the ones that are in the back and even for the ones that are here that have children at home or at work or wherever they may be, we speak life over them in Jesus' name. We speak the hand of protection of the word of the Lord God Almighty over them in Jesus' name. I thank you that, God, that you are protecting them by the Holy Ghost, that there is like a, the wings that are covering over our children in the name of Jesus, bringing protection that the hand of the enemy cannot come near their, their dwelling place and cannot come near their very lives. And I thank you, God, that, that, that right now, that the plans in the enemy, and I see that, that on the inside, as I'm praying, that there's a, a divisiveness to bring impurity into our children, uh, uh, to bring uh, uh, destruction that would corrupt their minds, corrupt their hearts. And right now, I speak against that. In the name of Jesus, I speak purity into our children's lives. I speak purity into their minds. And I speak life into them in Jesus' name. 
I thank you, Lord God, that they are free from the hand of the enemy. And I thank you, Lord God, that there is a wall of fire that is shed abroad and around them in Jesus' name. That wherever they go, even in the, in the things of the world, wherever they may travel. And, and God, the things that are flowing and the things that they hear can, can only be pure things. And God, that you are bringing a check on the inside of them on their spirit, man, that when they hear something, they know it's wrong and they will not chase after it in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord God, that their hearts are steady and they're fixed on the things that they are being taught in the back at home. And Lord God, the things that you have spoken to them, that God, that they would take hold of the word, take hold of the word of God and God, that they would realize and understand that it is their strength that they need to hold on to and to stand on in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for it, Lord God. I thank you, God, that you are the strength, the peace, the joy. And Lord God, that you are so, uh, uh, so powerful on the inside of us. That God, I ask you that you would help us to be sensitive to the things that are going on around us. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. We praise your mighty name, Lord God. We worship you and lift you up, Lord God. You are so glorious and so mighty. You are so awesome in power, Lord God. You are so good, Lord. Lion of Judah, roaring at the enemy. We thank you, Jesus, that you are ever making uh, intercession on our behalf to the Father. That, Lord God, that you are defending us, that, you are, uh, that you're going about trying to make sure that we are protected. And, Lord, that you are putting, putting the devourer in his place on a, on a daily basis, Lord God. On an unending no ceasing basis. The Lord God, you are faithful to us. You are faithful, Lord God, on our behalf. In Jesus' name. So we call back even those that have been gone into the world and have gone out and have backslidden. We call them back into the kingdom in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. So enemy, release your hands in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We call them back in the name of Jesus. We ask you, God, that there would be a burning fire on the inside of them. A burning fire, God, that that would be so hot and so ablaze that, God, they can't contain it. And, Lord God, that they would be so expressive and passionate towards you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, even for our loved ones and for those that might have loved ones that, that are family members, husbands, wives, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, we ask you, God, that you would seek them, that you would chasten after them, that you would send your ministering angels and send the others, Lord God, across their paths to minister to them in the name of Jesus. That, God, that they would hear the word of God, that they would hear the very heart of the Father, that they would know that the Holy Ghost is moving and moving and tugging on the inside of them, that their hearts would be surrendered to Jesus. In the, name of the, in the name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory to you, Lord. We glorify you. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, I have stirrings on the inside, and I know I was just, uh, I had had the Holy Ghost just leading this way. But I know it's this. I know it's because of what what God has put on my heart. And that's what we're about to dig into. But I want to tell you something. This, if you need a title, here it is. It's the requisite of the church is this. It is being vigilant. A requisite for the church, especially today, is to be vigilant. Amen? Hallelujah. I want to tell you this. What is vigilant? It's this. Keenly watchful to detect danger. Ever awake and alert. Sleeplessly 
watchful. We need to keep our eyes open, church. We need to keep our hearts aware of what's going on around us. We need to keep our spiritual eyes open. Amen? We need to watch. The enemy wants to attack. He wants to pull us down. He wants to pull us back to the grave. Come on. The devil wants us to get out of our place and our position of who we are in Jesus Christ. Amen? And we need to be alert, be awake. Because if we're not constantly aware of our surroundings, He will do what it takes to find a way to sliver in. And to bring us down. But it ain't going to happen to us. Amen? Amen. It's not going to happen to us. Why? Because we're mature ones. We're mature ones that stay steady in the word of God. We're mature ones that are prayerfully consistent. Amen? We're ones that are constantly worshiping God. Why? Because that is who we are. And that is our place. Is to be in our Father's Hands to be in a, at our Father's lap, worshiping Him, seeking His face, amen? amen. But not us, amen. The enemy cannot steal, kill, or destroy because that's God's promise to us, amen. Now, let's hold firm, take hold of the Word of God with strength, with strength. We have to be so out of this uh, comfortable place of just, okay, as the world goes, we'll just, you know, follow with it. And, you know, we'll just, you know, just ride the wave. Take hold of the word of God with strength and put things in position the way that God wants them to be. Amen. I mean this. We need to take hold of the word of God and the things that are going on in our lives, the distractions and the things that are going on. Put them subject to the Word of God. Amen? How do we do that? What's going on in our lives? Being watchful. What's going on? Be alert. What's, where is there a weak area in my life? Come on. Look for that spot. Ask the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, where am I weak? Because I need... His strength. Where is that weak area? This may be for one, this may be for two, this may be for all of us, but I'm telling you this, is that there is such a strong uh, tugging in my heart right now that we need to get stronger in the Word of God. We need to get stronger in our walk with Him. Because this is the time that we live in. Amen? We need to walk stronger. We need to have more strength. If you would, turn with me. And let's go here to, uh, I want to go to 1 Peter in chapter 5. <clears throat> First Peter chapter 5, and I'll read here, beginning verse 5. This is the New King James Version. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. How important is this command? Amen. Younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Listen to what they say. Listen to their instruction. Listen to the wisdom that they have learned or they've gained because of experiences and and walking through life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Amen? Verse 8. Be sober. Be what? Vigilant. Be sober, be vigilant. 
Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. Hear that. Walks about like a roaring lion. He walks around like he has strength, like he has power, like he has authority. But he doesn't. Amen? He walks around looking for food. To see who he can kill, steal, destroy. Amen? But be sober, be vigilant. Keep a watchful eye. Unendless, sleepless watch. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. You're not the only one going through the stuff that you're facing. Amen? We're not the only ones going through, uh, you know, facing different struggles or circumstances. We're not like on an island by ourselves. There's others. Our brothers and sisters across the globe are facing the same thing. The enemy is trying to do the same thing around the globe. He's looking as that roaring lion. Looking to see who he can devour. Resist him. But may the God of all grace, verse 10, who called us to his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. I want to tell you, these are the signs that we're in, the times that we are in. And we're seeing the signs all around us. Amen. I can't fathom how our nation is in this spiritual turmoil the way it is. How do I see that? The disrespect towards the leader of our nation. It doesn't matter who that leader is. But the disrespect towards the leader of our nation. It's it's, it's amazing. Why is there that disrespect, the dishonor? That because the, the nation is in disunity. That's what the enemy is trying to do. He's trying to bring destruction, disunity. Why? Because if we're fighting against ourselves, we can't stand in unity against him. This ain't the only nation he's doing it in. These are the signs of the times that we're in. Amen? Amen. But for you and I, we have a personal uh, responsibility to keep watch of our own self. In our own daily dealings, our walkings, at work, wherever we are, that we have to protect ourselves we had just gone through, and I want to use this example. I love sports, and everybody knows I love sports. So my little guy just going through lacrosse this past year, I heard the coaches all the time saying it. Keep your head on a swivel. Keep your head on a swivel. He's yell- That's being yelled out to all the kids. To keep aware of what's going on and who's around you. That's what it is. Keep your head on a swivel. Be aware of your surroundings. So you know where to position yourself for the play. Keep your head on a swivel. That's what they're constantly told. Know your surroundings. Know your position. That's what the Word of God's telling us. Keep watch around you. And what's happening around, around you and your, the ones that you, uh, the house that you live in and the ones that are in your own home, keep watch of what's going on around you. Why? So you know the position that you need to stand in. 
So you know the position you need to place yourself in. Sometimes it may be on the attack. Sometimes it may be on the defensive. Guarding yourself up. Guarding up. Praying for others. Praying for protection. Amen? But know your position. Know what's happening right now. How do you do that? You've got to keep yourself alert. Aware of what's going on. Stay alert. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you would, turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter five, we're going to begin verse one. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then suddenly destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman. And they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. In other words, you're not in darkness, and this shouldn't overtake you. Like You shouldn't be caught up like the world and being devoured. Amen? You are all sons of lights and sons of the day. We are not of the night. I'm sorry, sons of light and sons of day, not night. You are, uh, we are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love as and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Amen? This is talking about the end times, but what's He saying specifically here? Verse 8, Let us who are of the day be sober. Amen? Be aware, like he says in verse 6. Let us watch. Watch and be sober. He's talking about the times when when Christ is going to return. The end times. The day of the Lord. Amen? We don't know the day that he's coming. If we're not watching, we might miss out. Amen? Amen? I was sharing with uh, some of the family members, and, um, and this past Wednesday we may have touched on it. But there's something so, like, you know how when you're in a fine-tuning process, like, you know, when God's fine-tuning things on the inside of you, some, like, for me, a lot of times the fine-tuning isn't, like, minute. It's, like, over the top, okay? So when God's speaking something to me, I know he's really trying to get, you know, get my attention. And he put it to me in th- this way. Is that if we slip and have, are having a bad day, we're walking right day to day and things of that nature. And, you know, we're living our life the way that we should be. Following, being obedient to the word of God. Being obedient to the voice of God on the inside. And we have a bad day. And we have sin that creeps in. Whatever it may be, however it may come. And we have a bad day, but the Lord returns. Well, God knows my heart, but this is the, the power, the, the, um, the severity of what, how God was allowing me to see this. What if that day I was having a bad day and I slip and, you know, what, whatever. It could be a bad attitude. It could be this, that, whatever. And I was, there was sin in my heart. 
the way the Holy Ghost put it to me is this. He's coming. Christ is coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. What if that day I have a wrinkle? Come on. Now, is that like, is, is that like God beating me down? Like, No, he's getting my attention to really keep watch of what's going on and watch what's happening in my life. Amen? So, yeah, does that seem over the top? Yeah, that seems like a little harsh, but I don't want to miss if that's the fact, if it's just having a single bad day, that that's the wrinkle day that God comes, that the Lord returns. I need to constantly have a repentant heart. If I'm out of place, I better get right quick. Because what if he returns? What's that repentant heart? It's the heart that's positioned in a place that, oh man, I messed up. I need to get right and I need to not do this again. Amen? Amen? means getting our heart, getting our eyes back focused, fixed on Christ, and following after Him. Why? Because what we did was we had a flesh moment. Because somebody cut us off on the road. Because, you know, we're at work and, you know, somebody threw, a, a, you know, a fitting or something was accidentally shot in a nail gun and a, you know, ricocheted past. What a, listen, I'm just saying, you know, what if we had a flesh moment? Come on. Are we all perfect? No, but we're on that road to perfection, right? All right. So when we have that moment, repent. Remember, the grace is not the excuse for us to live a sin life. But grace gets us into that place where we can come face to face with our Savior again. And we, we know that we're forgiven when we ask for that forgiveness. Amen? But we need to repent. So that our lives are wrinkle-free, spotless. Constantly keeping our spiritual man, this spiritual vessel, polished, clean. Amen? How do we do it? We don't do it in our own strength, but we have a responsibility to get ourselves in front of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords so that He can wash us clean. Amen? But our spiritual climate is so important that we are keeping watch. Head on a swivel. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Turn with me here. We're going to go <clears throat> into Mark. Mark chapter 13. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 32. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. What's he talking about? He's talking about the day that Christ will return. Amen. Take heed, watch and pray. For you do not know when the time is. It is like a man going to a far country who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to each his work. And commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Watch therefore. For you don't know when the master of the house is coming. In the evening, at midnight, at the crowning of the rooster. Or in the morning. Lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all. Watch. Watch. The master of this home might have gone to be with the father. 
He's still ever present with me. But for him to return, he has asked me. No, he's required me to do something. To keep watch over this house. To keep watch over this temple. So that when he returns, he's not going to find this person that has a responsibility that's sleeping. But keeping watch over this temple. That this spirit man may continually be clean. That this spirit man may continually be in the presence of the Father. That this spirit man may continually be being matured by the word of God. That this spirit man may be continually able to have insight in spiritual things through prayer. Constantly. What did he say? Keep watch and pray. Everywhere you read, there's such a, 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 an amazing thing how watching and prayer are together. How do you have clear vision? Get in prayer. Why? Because the Word of God is awesome. It's, it's so powerful. We know that the Word is powerful. We know that it's truth. And it's awesome because it gives, revel- it gives understanding and knowledge of who God is and helps us to know who we are and how to grow to be like Him. Amen? It helps with our understanding. How do we see spiritually clear? In prayer. In prayer. How do we see what's going on? What's happening in our homes? What's happening in our children's lives? How do we know what's happening in our parents' lives? Or our loved one? Or the unsaved loved one's lives? Get in prayer. God's not going to reveal things so that you can condemn the ones that you love. How stupid would that be? But he may reveal something so that you can get on the attack. For those that don't understand. For those that don't know how to go on the attack. Or maybe give you a little insight. A spiritual insight so that you can see. So that you can encourage somebody. Maybe by speaking a word or finding out. Giving a call or saying, hey, touch and base. Hey, what's going on with your life? What's happening with you right now? What's going on? I was in prayer. And I just want to encourage you with this. Why? Because God wants us to be built up, to be lifted up. Amen? But He wants to get us into a place that we're seeking and following after Him and keeping watch on our own without having somebody to tell us. That we're mature ones and we're responsible enough to take hold of the Word of God, to take hold of that time and get in prayer, take hold of time to get in worship time, to be at His feet and glorifying Him Above all the circumstances and all the things that are around us. God's looking for mature ones to rise up. And so that we would come into that place that we're responsible to do the things that he's called us to do. With the little things first. So he can trust us to get into the things that are bigger in him. Amen. God's not just going to throw you out into another country and, and a huge revival healing service is going to happen unless you're faithful with the little things. Like getting in the Word of God at home, getting in prayer, getting in worship, maybe seeing the, you know, seeking after your neighbor that you know is lost, that needs a, a touch from God. And I believe that God will then entrust you and say, you know what, I need to send you to this place. I need you to send you to this state. I need you to, to send you to this town. Or maybe to this family that's calling that wants somebody to come to speak the word of God to their, to their family. Whether it's in China or if it's across the, the state or wherever it may be. But God will begin to entrust you. And that's what God wants from us. He wants to be able to have us come into a place of maturity and doing the word of God so that he can... Move us on, move us into greater things in Him. We're not going to get there if we're not doing the little things and being faithful in those things. Amen? Where does it all start? Keep your head on a swivel. You need to get your spiritual man built up, strengthened up, so that when you're in in God's uh, arena and you're on his page and you're moving in the things of God in your own personal dealings 
then God will begin to show you things in maybe your loved one's lives. I'm telling you, this is how it works. From a, a, You want to learn how to start? This is how we go. Understand and know the workings of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. He'll strengthen and develop in you such a, a passion and a purity on the inside, a humility on the inside, if we hear and obey. Amen? But it begins with getting yourself into that place where you're strengthening, you're, you're, you're maturing, and God will send you. Amen? That's what God wants from all of us. It doesn't matter the calling. It doesn't matter... We're all supposed to be ministers of reconciliation. Amen? Amen. That's what we're all, all called to do. Be ministers of reconciliation. I can't reconcile somebody if I'm not reconciled myself. Amen? I can speak truth, but if there's no power in the truth. Amen? Experiential power. Knowing the, the workings of God on the inside of me. I can't help somebody else. Because I've never experienced it for myself. But we need to walk in that process so that we can help somebody. Amen? In that reconciliation process. How do we do that? Read the Word of God. Pray. Learn how to understand the spiritual climate. Keep your head on a swivel. So that when God wants to send you to your best friend, your mother, your brother, your daughter, your son, husband, whatever it may be. That you're walking. You're not just walking badgering or hitting them over. You're walking in love. Because your head's on a swivel. You know what's going on around you. And you're following the leading of the Holy Ghost on the inside. Amen? All right. Praise the Lord. Where were we? Hallelujah. You guys hot in here, or is it just me? Am I burning up? Okay. Listen, I'm going with the, the fire of God on the inside. That's all. <clears throat> if you would, turn with me to Matthew 24. Hallelujah. Albert, um, we can, if you don't mind, to let them know in like uh, five minutes they can come in. Matthew 24. Everyone say this with me. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 23. Nope. Just kidding. Let's go to verse 36. Again, this is another perspective perspective of what we just had read but i want to emphasize another writer that's writing what jesus is saying amen this is matthew verse 36 but of the day and hour no one knows not even the angels of heaven but my father only but as the days of noah were so also will the coming of the son of man be for as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriage until the day of Noah entered the ark. And did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and, taken and the other left. Watch therefore. For you don't know the hour your Lord is coming. Again, watch. Keeping watch. How important is this whole watching thing that our Lord, Jesus, even is instructing us to do? So important because He wants us to constantly be aware. Be anticipating His coming. Be expecting His coming. You know, if we're expecting that He's coming, we're going to clean up the home. 
When you have a guest that you know is coming over, you do a little extra, you know, to make sure things are in place and the home's clean and do different things. Amen? That's what he's presenting to, to us, is to keep watch. Have that expectancy so that your heart's always constantly in the right place. Amen? Turn with me to Revelations, please. Hallelujah. Revelations in chapter 3. Glory to God. Verse 1. Oh, by the way, this is written to the dead church. Just saying. This is written to the dead church. That's how it's captioned in, in my uh, Bible here. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. They have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are, that are ready to die. Again, he's saying, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. Why? They are ready to die. They're not dead yet. Be watchful. Let's get ourselves in our hearts in a place that we're watchful. Because if there's been things that have been dried up in our lives... That there's no more drying up. There's no more dying in our, in our own lives. That the things that have been dead, that God can revitalize and bring back to life. Maybe it's hopes, dreams, or maybe it's areas in our life that we've been believing for. Maybe it's in walking in faith in certain areas. Amen? But let's keep watch. Let's bring back the, 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 that keen eye in the spirit. Amen. Turn with me to Revelations and we're going to go to chapter 16. I'm going to go to verse 12. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its, waters, and its water was dried up, so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons, performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and see his, and they see his shame. What is this that he's talking about? Is he talking about this earthly, these earthly clothes? He's talking about the spiritual clothes that we read in the Word of God that we, that we have on us. Amen? We don't want to be left looking shameful in the spiritual realm. That's, he's not concerned about natural eyes. He's concerned about in the, in the supernatural realm. Amen? That we, we are blessed when we are keeping watch. What's God emphasizing this morning? Again, that we are taking hold, that we're watching, being alert of our surroundings, being alert in the spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. These are the signs of the end times that we're seeing. If you want, if you, I, I want to encourage you that you get something, get some, some books and things that help you to understand the book of Revelation. That help you. Perry Stone has tons of tons of end times books, but I encourage you understand. There's these 
things that we just read that are pointing out like about the frogs and the meaning behind the frogs and the, the, the beast and all these things that there's such great meaning that we can, that we can learn and understand if we take time to draw and read about these things. Amen. But the bottom line is our Lord, our savior has commanded us to keep watch. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you right now that, God, that you're helping us, that you're speaking to our hearts, that you're instructing us to keep watch. Keep watch around us, that we keep, keep an open eye, a keen eye, a watchful eye of the, our, the things around us, the, the atmosphere around us, the people that are around us, and the position that we're in. That everywhere we are, God, that you're helping us to stay uh, spiritually fit and spiritually aware of our surroundings. God, we understand that you love us. We understand that you want to, want to keep us from any pain, any suffering. But God, we understand that you've given us a responsibility that we have. That's to grow up. That's to mature to understand our surrounding and the position that we are in. And that, God, we ask you that you would help us by the Holy Ghost. So, Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to have a, a keen eye. To know when the enemy's coming. To know when the enemy's around, trying to devour. Trying to bring us back into the old stuff we used to enjoy in the flesh and enjoy in the past. So thank you, Holy Ghost, that you're helping us to stay in this spirit, that we live our life in this spirit and stay functioning and fit and flowing in the supernatural realm of the Holy Ghost. So Holy Spirit, have your way with us. Help us to be perfected like Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Bud, can you do me a favor? Can you see if mommy's in the back? If she had, uh,